Hi everyone, it is Ray from The Skill Stack and welcome to this episode which is called The World's Largest Work From Home Experiment. Um, because that's what we are in right now, the world's largest work from home experiment. Forbes magazine earlier on this week had come out of it and, and they did an article on it and uh, there's some great stuff in there and they talked about skills worth mastering. Well, here you are on the Skill Stack podcast and there's Forbes magazine who are endorsing the kind of skills that I've been talking about for a long, long time. They've added a, uh, a few more in, I suppose, and they've called, uh, they have a, an article uh, and in it, they've listed eight critical skills to work um, from home success. And they are communication, motivation, trust, discipline, critical thinking, adaptability, accountability and empathy. Hmm, interesting. Uh, now, on the skill stack, we have divided everything up into three sections. So we've got mindset, training, then strategy. So the mindset part covers uh, covers a, well a, a number of of skills with, that you can incorporate and uh, for your mindset. Um, and some of them are in there, and some of them aren't. And I'm not. This is not going to be a a podcast episode on Forbes magazine. This is essentially going to say, you know, this is the world's largest work from home experiment, and there are a number of things we can learn. Um, but I want you to listen to the po this podcast and come away feeling positive about what's happening because there's a lot of negative news around there. There's an awful lot of negative stuff in the press, you know, when they, they when they report businesses closing down and everyone's suffering and, you know, there's a lot of things there. And I have a few things you'll be able to take away to, to look on this in a different light. Um, and why should you look on this in a different light? Well, I suppose, um, I don't know if you've heard the story of of uh, two dogs. Have you heard the story of two dogs, the angry dog and the happy dog? Um, the angry dog and the happy dog, essentially what it is, is there's someone walking down the street and they see a dog coming out of a building and it's wagging its tail and it's very, very happy and, you know, great. And then another dog comes out and it's angry, it's snarling, it's biting at everything and it's generally a very angry dog. And that person wonders what could have caused them to, to, to be so different and walks into the building, and it's actually a hall of mirrors. So, obviously, the happy dog went into the hall of mirrors, and all it could see was wagging tails and lots of happy dogs. So it came out feeling happy. Whereas the angry dog well, had the opposite effect. Um, and sometimes that's where our thinking can take us if we're not very careful. So, world's largest work-from-home experiment, one of the things in there is critical thinking, um, accountability, adaptability, and empathy, um, all of which you can have if you look at the world through the lens of serving, the lens of service, the lens of, of wanting to do better. What can I do? How can I add value? How can I create value? And that is effectively what the skill stack is all about. It's about making you a more valuable person so you can become more valuable to yourself, to your family, to your company, to your country, to the world. That's what we're really looking at doing. And there's someone who's, um, I suppose, he's, he's very big on social media, a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, as he's called. And he tweeted recently, and he said, everything plays out in your mind, so much to navigate in times of trouble, but having a point of view of optimism and then layering practical ideas and execution so your optimism isn't delusion is the key balancing act and he said people who are optimistic about the future will win people who are optimistic about the future will win 
So, um, who's going to win? Who's the winners and losers? Well, let's think about uh, who needs help. Who currently has a problem? Think of some of the companies and people who need help, who need help now. Who are they? Uh, I've got a list of a couple of a uh, couple here to think about, and one of them is employees working with kids being at home. Now, some of you may be cooped up in your apartments, cooped up in your houses, and you might be on alone, or you might be just with one other person. But then there are people who will have three, four or more children uh, and very young children who demand attention all day and they can't be taken out. And, you know, there's only so much, so many cartoons that, that they can watch. And I mean, that must be incredibly stressful. Um, there's companies who are struggling to keep staff productive, looking to keep staff productive. Now, just because someone is furloughed um, or, or sent home uh, doesn't mean that they cannot be productive. Now, they're not allowed to work for the company. But there are certain things they can do. They could upskill. One of the things you could do if you're listening to this is you could upskill. You could go to theskillstack.com and join join us and go through the modules and increase your skills. And then there's entrepreneurs lacking digital processes. There are plenty of people who are working from home but don't understand all of the digital processes that are available. I'm going to list a few shortly, but that's three main areas where there are problems. Employees working um, with kids being home, companies struggling to keep staff productive and entrepreneurs lacking digital processes. So who has the potential to grow? Let's think of some companies and people who have the potential to grow. So there are a number of sectors that have already demonstrated high potential for growth, such as online home fitness, online education, online help for kids at home, online productivity training, online mental health, upskilling and training, digital business processing, freelancing, online events, webinars, membership sites, and managing remote teams. So these all have the potential to grow. Now, the thing about uh, a, a recession, a depression, what is it we're going to be in, nobody knows, but it's certainly not going to be good. Now, a, a recession is clearly defined by negative growth and a depression. Well, they, they say that a recession is when your neighbor loses your job. A depression is when you lose your job. Um, are we heading for a recession, depression? We don't know. What I do know is, though, that the governments of the world have learned a lot in the last hundred years. If you think back to the 1920s, the you know came on the on the back of the First World War. Then there was the Roaring Twenties, and then there was 1929, and there was the crash, financial crash, caught a lot of people out, led to a depression. The government got out of that depression by it's certainly in America, which is the engine room or was the engine room of of um, of uh, the time, the economics of the time. They created the New Deal, and the New Deal. Uh, meant that lots of money could be swirling around in the economy and people could get back to work. And then, um, you know, there, there have been various other recessions. There was a financial crash in 2008 where um, the banks were bailed out. Quantitative easing came in, which is essentially printing money, issuing government bonds, that sort of thing. And, uh, and, and what that really tells us is that money does not disappear during a recession or a depression. It simply changes hands. It moves from, from, from one area of the economy to another, just like water sort of swishing around. 
So it may be moving away from, for example, property. A lot of people might be frightened about property because property values are going down or, or may go down. Uh, people can't get mortgages. You know, there'll be a lot, a lot in that area. But then where will it go to? Well, it will go to startup companies. It will go to scale-up companies. It will go to people who have online, an online presence and are looking for funding. That's where the money will go. So um, thinking about yourself and you, and you already have a core skill, you have some core skills, um, you're listening to this, so you're going to be picking up a few core, a few skills to add to your core skill, but think about yourself and think about, for example, what resources are available to you. What resources do you have available? So think about it in terms of what... Um, subscriptions have you been cancelling? What things have you been cancelling? Have you been cancelling anything? Well, chances are you've cancelled a few things. You've cancelled a few direct debits or you've you've said, well, there's a few resources there that I pay for that I'm no longer going to need. But you probably haven't cancelled Netflix, pretty much. If you have Netflix already, you probably haven't cancelled it. If you don't have it, you've probably signed up for it. Um, if you have a website, you're going to carry on paying your website hosting fees. If you have um, accounting, and you're, you've got running your own business, you're going to carry on paying your QuickBooks, FreshBooks, Free Agent, Zero, uh, uh, Wave apps, whatever they are. If you are email marketing, you're going to continue to pay Aweber, ConvertKit, MailChimp, Constant Marketing, whatever it is for you. If you're doing social media marketing, you're going to continue to pay for that. There will be paid advertising that Facebook, Google AdWords, Bing ad that you may continue to carry on paying for. Um, and then there's communication, Slack, site, Skype, Zoom, whereby, that sort of thing. Project management, Trello, Notion, Basecamp, Asana, file collaborations, Google Drive, Dropbox. You know, these, these are all infrastructures, online training infrastructures like Udemy, LinkedIn Learning, Teachable. These are all multi-billion dollar digital infrastructures that are subscription-based that many people are continuing to pay for and will continue to pay for. In fact, they'll will, they will be attracting a lot of new clients all the time. But the reason for reading all these things out, including online payments such as PayPal and Stripe and so on, is because that's multi-billion dollar digital infrastructures that are available for you to use. That's the purpose of saying these things out. So, we want to, um, you, you, you know, you've got some skills, you've got some skills, knowledge, experience, you've got, uh, yeah, lots of skills, knowledge, experience, and you will be able to um, solve problems. Now, if you can solve problems and you're optimistic, then you're going to start attracting money. You absolutely will attract money. So what, what gifts, skills, talent, knowledge and expertise could you digitize to help other people? Well, one way to think about that is how did you deal with adversity in the past? How did you reach your goals in the past? You know, can you can you up your game ever so slightly? Can you bring your core skill online in some way? Of course you can. You can, you know, you can video it. You can use um, lots of these online apps to do one-to-one one-to-one calls. You can do one-to-many. You can create courses. If you just think about the skills that you've had, think about the problems that people have, so we've defined the problem. Then you want to brainstorm the solution with yourself or with others. You want to pick one of the solution that you think you, solutions you think might work. Implement that solution and then review the results. Now, if you can do that, then you're getting close to adding value, and that's that's all that wealth is. Wealth is value plus fair exchange times leverage. Now, 
The leverage that you can use here is online and digital and those multi-billion dollar digital infrastructures that are out there for you to just simply tap into. So start thinking about what pulled you through and how did you overcome major challenges. Now, going back to the skill stack, some of the earlier episodes, and in fact, the whole mindset part um, is all about finding your purpose. Do something that you love. Do something that you absolutely love, you enjoy. If the world needs it, if you can get paid for it, and if you're any good at it, then what you've got there is your mission, vocation, profession, and passion all coming together. And where they all overlap creates what's called your purpose. And if you can find your purpose, you're, you're way ahead of the game in terms of uh, in terms of life, in terms of making money, in terms of freedom from stress, in terms of happiness. That's where you're going to find yourself. Now, a lot of people do not find this. A lot of people don't get there. A lot of people um, love something, but the world doesn't need it. Or they love it, um, you know, the world needs it, but they can't get paid for it. Or they're not any good at it. So you want to take a look at your core skill. Take a look at people's problems. Can you solve those problems if you can? And you can pull all of that together. Then you're more likely to make some decent online money. Now, there's some areas to think about when it comes to the sort of tactics here. And there are seven areas really to think about. So in terms of problems, problem solving, solutions, but also for yourself. And they are family, spiritual, mental, physical, social, career and financial. Those are the main areas that people are looking for problems to be solved in. And then if you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the pyramid, um, if you look at that structure visually, you look at its structure, it's all about the bottom part of that pyramid, which is people's immediate needs that they're looking to fulfill. And then you start moving up to other needs. So when you start moving through those, we'll find ourselves at the moment that the self-actualization, the very top of that pyramid, people are not looking for that right now. People want food on the table. They want water. They want entertainment they want a roof over the head they want you know they, they want to enjoy themselves uh, and then they start looking ahead to to um, those other other needs but think about those areas family spiritual mental physical social career and financial they'll be in the show notes they'll be there so you can have a look at them uh, and you don't need to write any of these things down okay so when it comes to money making activities um, there are certain things that you need to to be aware of. Um, it's not just about saying, "Well, okay, I'm good at this, uh, and I'm going to get I'm going to get on with it." Uh, you need to have um, where are we? You need to have you know your, in terms of your money making activities. You need to solve meaningful problems. Think about what pulled you through, and then think about your daily method of operation, your high value activities. What do you do? What's your key result areas? What are the things that you can do that actually make money? Now, designing a logo for your website is probably okay. It's probably a, an activity that may eventually turn into making money, but it's not an immediate one. It's not uh, It's not a, a money-making activity, really. You can put it in your daily method of operation, but it might not make you any money about it. So think about money-making activities. I've said it before in, in previous uh, podcast episodes about getting into a routine. Absolutely, you must get into a routine. So when you're working from home, strategize your day, lay it all out, say, okay, this is when I get up, this is when I do my exercise, this is when I eat, and these are my uh, money-making activities that I will do at least once a day, 
every day and I'm going to schedule them in at this time and put it in the diary. Put them in for 20 or 40 minute bursts so you can use the Pomodoro effect which is set a clock and work on something for 20 minutes, 40 minutes maximum and then have a break. If you could do that and be disciplined about this, um, it's not discipline that's going to win through, it's routine that's going to win through. But if you can be disciplined about following the routine, then you're going to be way, way ahead of anyone else. Now, the previous um, episode that I did in the skills stack was called Coping in a Crisis. And I gave 22 top tips from emergency workers, from submariners, from astronauts. Uh, that was on the 26th of March, Coping in a Crisis. So I'm not going to go over that here again, but uh, just to let you know that it has been downloaded a lot. There's, I've had a lot of feedback from it, um, and it's certainly something that people are interested in. So there we are, short episode uh, of this uh, skill stack episode. Um, just really to sort of talk to you about uh, some of the things that you can do when, when we're indulging in this world's largest work from home experiment. So I talked about eight critical skills that you need to have to work from home. I'll talk about them on the next podcast. So there's communication, motivation, trust, discipline, critical thinking, adaptability, accountability, and empathy. In fact, we may do uh, short podcast episodes on each of those. Let me know in the feedback, uh, info at theskillstack.com. You can go to Twitter and you can follow me on Twitter uh, at theskillstack. And you can follow us on Facebook as well. Leave some comments, send me some messages, get in touch, let me know what you're thinking. And if you are struggling, if you want to book a 15-minute one-to-one call with me, then you can absolutely do that. Uh, if you use Calendly, you may have heard of Calendly. Um, it's called Calendly because it goes straight into my calendar. It picks. Uh, you can pick a date and time in my calendar and you can give me a call. So if you go to uh, calendly.com forward, forward slash Ray McLennan, which is my name, R-A-Y-M-C-L-E-N-N-A-N. Book a 15-minute call in there with me and I'll happily help you. Um, give, set you some tasks if you wish. Make you accountable for some things. Or if you just want someone to talk to and you're feeling a bit low over this whole thing, you're an entrepreneur or a solopreneur and you're thinking, well, I don't have anyone I can talk to, reach out. Not going to cost you anything. I'm not looking for anything for it. As you can tell, there's no advertising on any of these podcasts. I am here to help, here to serve. So reach out and uh, let's get talking. Okay, great. I've been Ray McLennan. Thank you for listening to the Skill Stack uh, podcast, and I'll see you on the next episode. Yeah.